2017, and currently I'm procrastinating a script for an honors project that I'm working on. Looks like it's going to be another sleepless night. Hello everyone, my name is Jacob Hobby, and I am the host of Sleepless Nights, your college podcast made by college students for college students. And today, I have a very special guest. Delaney, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. Um, hello everybody, my name is Delaney Hegert. I am a senior here at Newman with Jacob. We've been going to Newman University together for four years. Met four years and a few months ago at a scholarship event for the university before we both committed. Yeah, yeah, that was that was funny. Oh my gosh, you brought that up. I totally forgot about that. Uh, do you remember me telling you what I had done like the pre- night previous before then? Yeah, actually Jacob had just been working on a show and I can't remember the show now. It's Godspell. Godspell. And it was, you just wrapped it up, I think. No, we still had one more night. Oh, one more night. Mm -hmm. And so he was talking about how, I think you were talking about how you had gone to IHOP or something. You were up super late and then you had to come in the morning to this scholarship event. Mm -hmm. And we were like bonding about no sleep. And look at us now. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was three a.m. that I stayed up to, I think, anyway, and the meeting was at like eight or nine, somewhere yeah. around that eight mm-hmm. in the morning, and so I think I like came with five hours sleep, and I still to this day contribute myself getting that scholarship because I just came in not giving anything because <laughs> I was just so tired. I was like, "What up, guys?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that. Oh my gosh. It was a fun weekend. Yeah. Oh, and I, I, gosh, I remember you so, like, clearly, like, you were, like, so high up there, like, doing all these, like, crazy banking things back in your school, too, and I was like, schools have that? Like, oh my gosh. Like, you were so incredible. Like, seriously. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I may have had, like, a tiny crush on you when I first met you. I was like, oh my gosh, this woman's incredible. I would love to date her, so. Thank you, Jacob. <laughs> Oh my gosh. But it's been an interesting three, four, four. Almost four years. Yeah, exactly. We're we're rounding out year four. Mm -hmm. Man, that's crazy. Um, So I'd like to, to, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Lift up Delaney a little bit more. Um, She is the editor-in-chief of the Vantage newspaper here at Newman University. And uh, it's a student-focused and student-led newspaper as opposed to some of the publications that Newman puts out officially. And... uh, um, Delaney, I think you may actually be able to speak on this better. What is the the thought process about, not the Vantage specifically, but just call it student-led college newspapers in general across the country right now? Gotcha. Um, I mean, obviously, the landscape for newspapers, whether it's, you know, from the high school level up to, you know, the New York Times, it's kind of tumultuous. Uh, there's... The free press was is one of the only things that's actually in our constitution. You know, it's written into our constitution. It's like a cornerstone of democracy, and um, obviously, there's kind of it's kind of gotten a lot of flack. It's not very trusted. Um, there's a lot of controversy surrounding things. So, really, now more than ever, it's it's crucial that college universities have an entity that is keeping the powers that be in check. You know, just like a a community newspaper does for the city, you know, like the Wichita Eagle does for Wichita. Um, we do that for Newman and, and every university paper really does that across the board. And so it's really important, especially in this climate to have a student led newspaper that doesn't have any sort of affiliation to the university. that's independent from the university that can talk about the good and the bad, Mm -hmm. you know, a PR, every university has a PR department that talks about the good. Look, this is why you want to come here. And this is, and these are all the good things, but you know, 
that's not the real world. We have to talk about everything. And that's what that's the job of a student newspaper. Mm-hmm. And just as a reminder for folks who may just be getting into this podcast, um, so Delaney and I both go to Newman University. That is based in Wichita, Kansas. Uh, if you don't know where that is, first of all, hello, we're from Kansas. People do exist from here. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and second, Wichita is the largest metropolitan area within the state of Kansas. Um, it's uh, fair to say more south, middle, but a little bit to the east from like the middle of Kansas. Yeah. We're not near the bite. We're not as cool as Kansas City. So, <laughs> um, although, although Delaney is actually from Topeka, which is pretty close to that. So, yeah. which is cool. Uh, we were just talking about our schools beforehand. So it was awesome. Um, so, so, uh, just to wrap that up then what you just said. So college newspapers, uh, as well as regular newspapers right now, aren't necessarily looked at in the most favorable light right now. Yeah. Um, And I mean, that happens all the time. There's events that will occur and, um, you know, people will view the paper negatively if if it's covering a topic that people don't want it to be discussing. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and that's anywhere from, in the grander scheme of things, someone discussing Trump or, you know, during this past election, someone discussing Clinton and... And, you know, things can be very politicized, but even at the local level, you know, here at Newman University, there's topics that we hit on that people don't want us to talk about. Um, This upcoming edition, the Vantage comes out weekly, every Mm -hmm. Thursday. Um, This upcoming edition of the paper will have a story on the top about eight um, Newman University soccer players that were removed from the team because of an incident that happened last week in I guarantee I'll get flack from that. But at the same time, you know, like I was saying, that's our job. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to report on the news. And so, yeah, there's going to be some of my friends. I'm an athlete here. Mm-hmm. will be upset. But, you know, you kind of have to, you have a responsibility to the public and to the Newman community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But So before, I, I really want to talk about that. But before <laughs> we hit on that, I want everyone to get to know you a little bit. Yeah, Just yeah. like besides the vantage and besides being a student here, um, you know, what do you do besides that? Uh, you know, obviously you can talk about your athletic expertise as well as, um, what do you, what do you like to do and what your future dreams are and whatnot? Okay. Um, so it's hard for me to describe me without explaining the things that I do. No, no, please do. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, um, I guess I can hit on those things and then maybe circle back. Uh, yeah, yeah. So like, like you're saying, I'm the editor in chief of the Vantage. Mm-hmm. I've been doing that for two years. I've been on the editing staff since I was a freshman. Mm-hmm. Obviously, really uh, have a passion for journalism. Um, really? I, yeah, who would have thunk? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, I also work part-time for the Wichita Eagle, um, and that's year-round. Uh, I am the vice president of Kaleidoscope, which is Newman's new LGBT plus and ally organization. Um, I am on the Sloppy Joe Improv team. So I like to be goofy. Obviously, I like to joke around, make people laugh. That's a big part of my personality. I like to have people around me happy. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm in the recycling club. I'm on the softball team. That's a big one. Yeah, that that is a lot of my time is mm-hmm. softball. Um, I've been an orientation leader. I've been a TNT facilitator. Um, but those are all just things. I obviously that a big aspect of my personality is to be connected, to be involved wherever mm-hmm. I'm at, um, mm-hmm. and so that's kind of how I do it through Newman is being involved in different organizations and clubs and participating in events. But as far as myself, um, 
I mean, when I'm not doing those things, I like, I have a typewriter in my room. Uh, a real typewriter? Yeah, circa 1972. So oh it's not super retro. I have a typewriter too. Like, it's a, it's a, uh, mechanized, not mechanized, but electronic typewriter. Oh, okay. So it, like, presses the keys for you so it's not as hard to press down. But, mm. oh my gosh, isn't it the best feeling ever? Yeah. Oh I definitely love writing, so when I actually have enough free time or when I'm not, when I can't sleep, I'll write. I love to write. I mean, all kinds of stuff, mostly poetry. But so I have my typewriter for that. Um, I like to explore Wichita. I walk around downtown a lot and try and find new murals and different artwork. My favorite one is the Shakespeare mural that is on Second uh, Street, right next to the cigar shop in mm-hmm. Old Town. Mm-hmm. Um, it's made out of out of a bunch of different words and phrases that Shakespeare coined. Super cool. If you haven't checked it out, if you live in the area, check it out. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's a lot of me. I, I'm very social. I have a bunch of different friend groups sort of just from doing a bunch of different things. Um, I like to be active and out there in the community and, uh, you know, doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if I if I may make, if I may take this moment uh, just a little bit, um, Last week we had Rebecca, who is very studious and very dedicated to work and is going to do amazing things. Uh, Delaney, however, I think is one of the stupendous people here on campus who is sort of on the opposite end of that spectrum, who is out there doing stuff all the time, constantly trying to make new connections. Uh, I, I think it's fair to say a lot like me. I feel like my personality is like very geared to hers. Uh, however, I think she does a way better job at it than I do, honestly. So Come on now. Oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you, you stay sane through it all. I just manage insanity fairly well. <laughs> fair enough. Um, so uh, it's, it's really awesome to be able to see that even at a small university, there can be a, just a, a ton of different personality types and you know, these paths can intersect. And, and just like Rebecca was saying on last week's episode, um, part of the great thing about being in a small university is being able to have friends with not just like your group, but also being able to make friends with people that you wouldn't be able to like make friends with at a, a bigger university or just not going to college in general is not being able to have this opportunity to branch out to a ton of, a ton of different passions that you may not get to interact with on a daily basis you know so like Delaney and I know each other in like a very few small circles but we're like best friends because like we know each other from those small circles so exactly Mm -hmm. so okay so circling back so now that everyone got to know you a little bit I know that you're really passionate about journalism and so let's go ahead and talk about uh the the stuff that happened uh so this is really timely I had asked Delaney to record this podcast about a week ago and uh, not knowing any of the crazy stuff that was going on here on campus um and so uh delaney do you want to uh you don't have to touch into it like a whole lot because it is a little controversial and Mm -hmm. uh you know it's not the subject of this podcast either but they can go read the vantage if they want (laughs) newmanvantage.com uh so (laughs) shameless plug thank you very much jacob (laughs) Uh, that's what i'm here for that's what a good uh good podcast producer does um i'll actually put it in the show notes too if you want to go check it out so um Cool. Uh, but yeah, go ahead and just give us a recap of everything that's going on. Yeah. Okay. So um, just in the past week and a half, two weeks, we have had quite a bit of news at Newman. Um, as I was mentioning earlier, uh, Newman recently started a club, which is called Kaleidoscope, uh, similar to like a gay straight alliance. Um, and it's an LGBT plus organization that works to 
um, educate the community, uh, work to form fellowship among students, and has an overall goal of volunteerism. Um, and that group wanted to make a video for National Coming Out Day, which was October 11th. And there was a lot of controversy surrounding the video because the students uh, used rainbow streamers in the background, um, which was deemed to interfere with Catholic teachings. Um, and so there was there was a lot of controversy. I'm not going to get into the specifics, but we covered a news story on that. I wrote an opinion piece myself referring to the incident and kind of just talking about the role of Kaleidoscope at Newman University as a whole. Um, and we definitely got a lot of feedback on that, some good, some bad, which kind of happens with every controversial story. Um, and then this week, uh, there's going to be a story in the paper, as I mentioned earlier, about uh, the soccer team, four men's players, four women's players were removed from the squads because of conduct violation. And that has been a headache, to say the least, because there's eight players involved, but there's six other players that have one-game suspensions. There's a student assistant coach that was removed from the team. Uh, all kinds of <laughs> bits and pieces that go into that story as well, and obviously no one is very excited that I'm writing it. Yeah, no, I can I can imagine that. This is the honestly the the more the most details I've ever heard about the soccer team thing that's been going on recently. So yeah, yeah, there will be all kinds of details in the Vantage. Um, I actually just finished writing that story around 11 o'clock tonight, okay. so gotcha. fresh it, off the press. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah, and then, um, tragic, over the weekend, there was a Newman University house party held Saturday night, Halloween party, and... It's not a Newman University... A Newman... Yeah, let me correct myself. Yeah. Newman University students threw a house party. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Newman University did not sponsor a house party. <laughs> Those things don't happen. The closest we get is last call for seniors. Exactly. <laughs> That's a separate Which thing. Which we get to enjoy it's, this year. Yes. Ooh. So excited. Okay. Um, but so that story specifically, there was uh, four Newman University students that rent a off-campus house, held a Halloween party Saturday night. Uh, Sunday morning, a 20-year-old woman was found in her vehicle across the street from the party Um Unresponsive, and when police arrived at the scene, she was pronounced dead. Um, so that has been my life this week, was covering that. I went out to the scene Sunday morning to take photos and see if anybody was talking, which they weren't. I went to the police briefing Monday. Um, I have tried to contact family, friends. I have had a few interview interviews with coworkers and current friends of the girl that passed away. Um, she wasn't a Newman student, but obviously there's affiliation with Newman because of the location. Uh, the three three of the students that live at that house are baseball players and they've been suspended from athletic activity until the investigation, uh, not necessarily is completed, but until more information is available. Um, and I wanna be clear, there's not any, the police have sent a statement saying there's no reason at the moment to believe there's any affiliation between the players and the death outside of the fact that the girl may have attended the party. Um, so yeah, that is obviously a very heavy uh, news piece. It's always sad when you're writing, when you're handling death. Um, so yeah, those those three stories have been kind of hard hitting and definitely a little overwhelming over the past few weeks, but uh, kind of a day in the life. 
Yeah, I was going to say, something I've noticed here at Newman anyway is that controversy isn't every day necessarily, but when there is controversy, it seems to come in like waves. Yeah, yeah, it's it's just really crazy. I uh, how did how does that make you feel? Just being having basically nothing and then everything hitting at once. Yeah, I, I have noticed that too. I definitely agree with you, and it's it's kind of I don't know. There's an upside and a downside. I would say the upside is that most of the time people are happy with me because I'm writing good things, um, so that's nice. But the downside is that you know when it comes like it doesn't just rain it pours Mm -hmm. um and so it it does get a little overwhelming because i have people from all different facets of the university or students from all different areas of the university that are either concerned with what i'm going to be writing or upset with what i'm writing all at once and so that does get a little overwhelming um but in the same boat it's nice that i feel like if every single week i had it or if it was spread out monthly then I knew every month people were going to be annoyed. I, I almost think it's better that it happens all at once. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed, now that you say that, that it does ha- It always seems to happen around now. Really? Like this like end of fall, close to the end of the semester time. So like, I'll write these pieces, and then everyone will be upset, and then it'll be Christmas break, and I'll come back, and no one remembers, and they like me again. So that has been nice. <laughs> That's just an interesting facet about Newman in general, I've noticed, is that people can be really mad at you for like a short amount of time, and then they're like totally okay with you after like a few weeks or whatever. Or there are some people, I feel like this is a, a smaller subset, but you definitely remember them because they don't forget you, but that they just hold grudges forever. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I think it's because Newman is such a small community, and maybe it's like this at most small universities, that like, you know, you have that family aspect where you get, like, you can get really mad. I can get really mad at my brothers, you know, for a small amount of time, but like, they're still my brothers. And I mean, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be too cliche about the Newman family, but in a way, I feel like it's kind of what it is. You, you're, it's a, such a small school, you have to see people, you're gonna have classes, you're gonna be around them. You, you just know. have to deal with them, and so you just learn to move on, right? Yeah. 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 As, as someone without siblings, like, I don't quite, like, understand that, but mm-hmm. I can, I, I definitely see that from an objective standpoint, so. Yeah. Yeah, so that's interesting. Um, so, yeah, so let's talk more about sort of that, the bad versus good, you know, publicity and everything. Um, you, I mean, you basically, for these four years, and even more so, honestly, have spent you know, time behind the mic or behind the uh, the notepad, you know, interviewing people. And, and just, I want, like, as someone who is, you know, getting used to this and everything in front of an actual mic and everything, how does interviewing people feel? Like, what is that experience like for you? Uh, whether it's good or bad news or just both experiences? Uh, I would say, honestly, it's one of my favorite feelings. Mm-hmm. It's exhilarating to get to share other people's stories with the world. That's one of my favorite things about journalism. That's what attracted me to the profession in the beginning. Um, To have the capacity to let other people in the world know about all these amazing people and their their stories. You know, whether it's it's good news, something amazing's happened, you know, over the summer, um, I got to talk about, I mean, this is a cutesy little thing, but it... Uh, a woman turned 98 and she was now the oldest female bowler in the state of Kansas. I remember that. And that, you know, that's so fun. And she has amazing stories to tell and, and, you know, not a lot of people get to experience that. And so I really cherish those moments. But on the flip side, you know, um, I, there was a Newman University wrestler two, two years ago that passed away. 
in a uh, motorcycle accident. And though I'm not thrilled to conduct those interviews, um, you know, with family and close friends in those scenarios, um, I'm still proud. Um, I'm still, I guess, honored that I get to be the person that that lets people remember them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when times of tragedy strike, you know, someone has to someone has to do that. Mm-hmm. Someone has to relay the events. People need to be informed, whether it's good news or bad news. And I just really relish the fact that I get to be the person that that informs people. And and at the same time, I like getting to forge new relationships and meet new people along the way. I mean, I I have such a diverse network of individuals that I've met from two full-time internships and six years writing. Mm -hmm. So that's definitely one of my favorite parts of journalism and one of the things that's kept me attracted to reporting over the years. That's awesome. To to reference uh, Hamilton a little bit, you know, you someone has to be around to tell their story. You know, yeah. have you listened to the yes, Hamilton? Yes, of okay. course. <laughs> okay, good, good, good. Glad I'm not speaking to deaf ears. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's cool. Well, that, that's awesome. That's that's uh, you know, uh, you know, I I think we've talked before about how journalism is something that kind of excites me too. Probably not in like the same degree it does to you, or maybe I just haven't like fully immersed myself into it yet. I'm trying to here with this podcast, but um. But yeah, it allows you to, uh, you know, interviewing these people kind of allows you to to step into their shoes and into their story and kind of see how life works around with them. Especially, I uh, I don't know if you're really into like long form pieces uh, or anything. I, I that's something I really enjoy reading. Is just the 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 amount of work that goes into those pieces is incredible, and I I love reading them. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. If I had if the industry had the capacity to hire full time investigative reporters and background reporters i would love that career yeah (laughs) yeah sadly it's not a it is a dwindling industry at the moment uh well i mean if if there's anything we've seen from history things tend to go in waves um it just how big are those waves how how big are the valleys and how big are the peaks and i went rather wrong with my hands but the podcasters (laughs) don't know that so uh ah no secrets uh Uh, we should have a, a podcast called like Confessions of a Podcaster or whatever. <laughs> the, the dumb things we do behind the mic. Yeah, exactly. Um, like honestly, I I could just imagine like one pas- podcaster just spinning a fidget spinner the entire time while talking to someone, just just yeah, silently. The silencer on that fidget spinner. You hear those ball the little ball bearings. There there are some fidget spinners that I've seen that are like really silent. We're talking about like high class. Yeah, yeah. I have like yeah, a yeah. four dollar fidget spinner. Like this is not made for silence. Okay. Fidgeting. Okay. Have you heard of the wire cutter at all? No. Okay. Um, it just got bought by New York Times company. Actually, recently speaking about journalism, um, but it's a website that literally just spends a really long time looking through like a ton of different products in a certain category and trying to find out like what's the best one for like certain people or whatever i think like consumer reports but free hey. uh, yeah yeah so um and they had an article recently on like the best fidget spinner that you could buy i love that um and i remember there was like contention for the one that was actually the best they said it got removed from amazon um for some reason and like the original shop that you could buy it from is like suddenly gone now and so we're going to try to find this fidget spinner that we really loved and we're going to try to get it to you. <laughs> and like a, like three weeks later it finally popped up oh my gosh it's back on amazon go get it now before it goes away again <laughs> i love the dedication i know 
it was i mean they were in at that moment too but i remember like getting it to the point where like it wasn't up and i had to buy the next best one and it was like a tiny fidget spinner that was like mm, like three centimeters like wide like super tiny i'll show you after this interview (laughs) Uh, but anyway sorry that was just a random thought but uh, yeah but true true confessions of a podcaster that tangent went on way longer than it should have (laughs) um that's awesome that's awesome so um i mean journalism is something that you're very passionate about obviously but um like delaney you do a ton of things on campus like insane amount like uh for people who are like just coming into college or are fresh in and are freshmen and we're listening to this in, in some capacity, like how do you manage all of the things that you do? And like, I feel like it's going to be a similar response to mine, but I'm curious if you have like a system now set up or if you are just rolling with the punches. Yeah. Um, you know, people ask me that a lot and man, I wish <laughs> I had a better response, but I really don't. I mean, background, I'm taking 18 credit hours mm-hmm. I'm, I have one major and two minors. I'm in the middle of applying for law school. Mm-hmm. Um, I do the Vantage Weekly. Mm-hmm. I do article two articles for the Wichita Eagle Weekly. Mm-hmm. We have weekly meetings for Kaleidoscope. We practice for Sloppy Joes twice a week. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously I'm on the softball team, which... That's a full-time um, job in people, and of Yeah, people kind of forget the amount of time. I know athletes get a little discredited for jock stereotypes but really here at newman i wouldn't no i would just say in the general world okay not at newman because there's not really a newman there's not a student at newman that you can pluck out and be like they just do this like everyone uh, at newman is pretty well they're de- like i mean let's talk about my roommate i mean <laughs> that's true that's true i think i guess this i'm surrounded by the students that aren't those people no i completely so I understand <laughs> i think i think the only reason i remember sometimes is because you of have one exact reminder <laughs> yes um always there <laughs> but yeah so softball it takes up a lot of time um you know we have 20 hours a week for softball i have weights three di- three times a week in the morning i practice every single day uh we have team study hall we have mandatory volunteering I volunteered 30, 32, sem- 32 hours a semester for my scholarship. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's kind of like my life in a nutshell. And so how I do that is just like daily, just each day, I just get up and I do it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you can't. No, I understand that. If I, I if I actually sat down and planned my life out, I think I would be so overwhelmed by what I have to do that I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. And... You know, and that's my personality type. I had a friend on the softball team that had a very detailed, intricate planner, and that's how she got through her life. Mm-hmm. And I, every year, I do this every single year, my backpack's outside the door right now, and there's a planner inside of it that I have written my schedule in. I do it every year, and I act like I'm going to use that. And then I have, like, a small, like, it's not a breakdown, but it's just, like, this small twinge of, like, what in the am I doing? You know, and I get way too overwhelmed. And so then I just like hide the planner and just like never open it again. And I just set reminders in my phone and I have little sticky notes around my life, like everywhere. And I do things day by day Mm -hmm. and I just take them day by day. Sometimes I have to take them hour by hour Mm -hmm. and uh, I get through the week. I mean, I don't know if you're an Office fan, if you've watched The Office, but... I'm through the first season right now, but that's about it. He references 
Michael Scott, the boss in uh-huh, the office, yeah. um, he says he's going to write a book about managing, and it's going to be called Somehow I Manage, and it's just like him shrugging on the cover, and like that is very much me. <laughs> so that's how I do it. <laughs> Honestly, that is the same exact thing I do, uh, like to a scary degree. Like you just mentioned, like my life basically in that one comment. Uh, like, uh, so I at the beginning of the year, like put everything into my Google Calendar. I start making lists in my To Do app and everything. And I, I, like, I love my To. I literally spent money for like the most beautiful looking To Do app, so I would actually freaking use it. So I would like be like, oh, I love this app, and then. As the, as the semester starts going on and as my inability to say no to anything just keeps continuing and more stuff is added and I finally just look at my to-do list and I just like, I just get paralyzed with how much stuff I have to do. So I just close it and I just start trying to like put it all into my head so that it'll just come up at a convenient time and say like, oh, you need to do this now. <laughs> so right. completely understand, you know, and, and, and just to speak on that, there are there are definitely different ways to to manage a college lifestyle. I I know people who are the definite planner kind of people and they do as much as we do. And I also know people who are the definite planner type who don't do as much as we do. And I know people who are just as unorganized and just as like feeling crazy all the time who literally have like three classes a week. Uh <laughs> Yeah, it, it just depends on the person, you know. Mm-hmm. But everybody handles it. Exactly. That's the thing. Like, everybody does it. Exactly. It doesn't really matter how you do it. We're all doing it. Well, I mean, there are some people. Well, there, there's, yeah. <laughs> I mean, our, I think our grade especially was the year that didn't handle it well. Yeah. Because we have the lowest um, re- re- retention rate at Newman University in its history. Yeah. Like, ever. So, which is something I found out recently, which I thought was interesting. Um, but, um, but that shouldn't, <laughs> that shouldn't scare any of you because <laughs> honestly, um, you know, we don't think we're going to make it to the week and or the day even. And I mean, we do. I mean, we're still here. We're still, we still have the best scholarship on campus you can get. Hey. I mean, I, I mean, somehow, like, I don't know how the heck I've kept it. Like, honestly, the past three years are a blur for me. If like I sat down, maybe I could remember what I had done on like a specific day or a time <laughs> of year, but I cannot right now off the top of my head. It's all like, Ooh, there's some fireball. And then no, <laughs> Uh, I should mention we are drinking alcohol while making this to to make this podcast even better. As we are both twenty one years old. Yes, drink responsibly <laughs> and drink legally. We're on campus and we're both legal, so <laughs> exactly. Uh huh. So no driving for us. Um, it's also like really small, so it's not even like make me buzzed or anything. So, um, so yeah. Uh, so like talking about all the things that you do and how you manage your life, though. Um, you know, you have to find, you know, you enjoy the things that you do. Um, and so I'm curious, are there like times where all the things that you do, because ultimately we join things because either they're going to help us out in our career or we like them, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of these things that you really like, but are there days where you just really don't like them? Are there things you do because you have to and you don't really like them? I'm, I'm just curious because, gotcha. yeah. Um, luckily, I have found a way to kind of immerse myself in activities that that will further my professional career and that I also like deeply care about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not everyone's that lucky, um, but I have I have been blessed with that ability. So that, I mean there's obviously days where I'm like, I do not want to spend six hours laying out the newspaper tonight. Mm. I don't. Like I really don't. But I go in there and I do it because I I really love 
doing it. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's weird. Like, I hate it sometimes. Like, just despise the fact that my life is so full. But then at the same time, I'm like, I would be so lost without all of these things that I do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm really lucky that I do enjoy the things that make me a better, more marketable employee when I graduate. And I'm also blessed that I have the opportunity to do things that are fun. Like, the, I get to go and hang out with some really awesome people on the Sloppy Joe team twice a week and just, like, be so weird. Mm-hmm. Like, all I do is just, like, make weird, dumb, improv jokes for an hour and a half twice a week. Mm-hmm. I love that. I look forward to that every week. That makes me so excited. Um, and that rehearsal's at, like, midnight, isn't it? Yeah, because, I mean, we're all very busy, so we practice from... Yeah, 10.30 to midnight, mm. twice a week. Twice a week, which I, I know is different because I know in past years it used to be just once a week. So Yeah, mm-hmm. I, this is my second year on the improv team, and we've done twice a week both years, but maybe that's... Before was, you. Yes, yeah. it's mm-hmm. before me. So, mm-hmm. But that's, yeah, so I, I definitely love that. And then I find joy in all the other activities I do. Um, sometimes things get tedious within those mm-hmm. activities, but when I take a step back and look at it, you know, I'm, I'm doing things that I love. Mm. And so I, I can't really complain, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. And like college is the time to, you know, to break yourself and to, to find all those different things that you like. Um, you know, our, our president, God bless her, uh, you know, loves to talk about how she's changed her majors like 16 bajillion times or whatever. Um, she tells people that all the time who are undecided majors, um, you know, and, and, like as cheesy as it sounds and as much as she loves to tell us that story it's true i mean it's a time to you know stay crazy busy and try to figure out what you're going to do with the rest of your life however your major does not lock you into what you're going to be doing with the rest of your life absolutely not i've learned i've learned that for after working at my internship and seeing all the different weird career paths people have done multiple times so heck i know I actually just heard a story about someone who was a lawyer, like went and took the bar exam and was a lawyer for a really long time and then recently just said, you know what, this sucks, and uh, decided to become a full-time podcaster, so, uh, (laughs) which was crazy, and writer, podcaster slash writer, and just like left his law degree and everything, so it was cool. That is cool. Yeah. So always gives me hope when sometimes I'm locked into my major and there's some days where I'm like, "Mm, maybe I don't want to (laughs) code. So it's kind of cool. Okay, um, last question. We're kind of, we're actually over time, but like I just had such a great conversation with you. I thought we should keep this going. Um, but last question, um, kind of to, to actually, okay, it's not the last question, but last question before the final uh, question. Um, to roll back to interviewing people and just sort of the, the negativity and everything on campus, um, a certain professor called you something today. <laughs> and we won't mention what that is because it's not appropriate for all audiences, but... Uh, <laughs> Uh, but, uh, uh, tell me, tell me how is that like, and on, and honestly, let's extend that question. Um, I really do feel like you are a presence on campus, Delaney, like people know you whether good or bad. And like people see you walking around, they're like, Oh, that's Delaney. And I just like, first of all, are you like aware of that? And like, how does that make you feel? Um, kind of a tricky question i mean first to address uh <laughs> the professor um a professor walked by me when i was walking into a call today to go to a class and they said something to the effect of oh look who it is 
the girl that stirs the pot, <laughs> but in a little more endearing terms, I uh, guess. A little crasser language. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, and, you know, I just kind of laughed and continued on my way. Uh, he meant it in a positive way. This was a professor that likes the, the work that I do and appreciates the vantage. If I can if I can jump in, actually, I've had him for a class and I've talked with him on, like, personal matters before. Great guy. Love him to pieces. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, it was funny to hear that and... And I appreciated it, but at the same time, you know, um, that's that's very much evident to the fact that people are talking about what I'm doing, and it's not just people, professors are talking about what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if he, if he has that discussion, you know, obviously he's having it with colleagues, my name's been, being brought up, and who knows if that's positive or negative, but, you know, at the same time, I, I don't get to control that. Mm-hmm. I just write what I write. Um, so I don't know. It's kind of entertaining to me. Yeah. To think, oh, these these professors talk about me. <laughs> well, not just professors, but students. I mean, once again, like you're a presence on campus. Like, I mean, honestly, if you're not nominated for the Abla Award, I'm probably gonna kill somebody. So. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um. Yeah, and I mean, like I, I guess I'm not. I should, before we continue, I should mention what the ABLA Award is. Um, the ABLA Award is uh, an award that's given at the end of the year to a senior who. Um, and like the the specifics of what you have to do to get it aren't very, it's very vague. Much. Yeah, it's very vague, and they do that aren't for a reason. Um, and it's because it kind of changes. It just whoever has a presence on campus, whoever is there doing stuff. I know uh, doing a lot of different things is a way better contender than someone who does one thing really really well um, and just tries to be part of the entire Newman community. And honestly, because even though Newman is a small university, at the same time. Um, like it's not like as small as like 400 kids or like where where I went to high school um and so um there's still like a lot of things you have to do which is why Delaney and I stay so busy anyway I'm sorry to interrupt you continue um oh I was just gonna say you know I guess I'm aware that people know that students know who I am but at the same time like I know who students are I I do a lot of different things so I interact with people quite a bit a Mm -hmm. lot of different people um but there are moments in my life where you know, people say hi to me or, or people recognize me maybe off campus or in different settings that I am, I mean, I I don't mean to be rude, but I really genuinely just don't even know who they are. And I'm like, hello. And, you know, they're like, oh, like I had this class with you or I've seen you on campus or you do this, right? And that that's always kind of funky for me. Like, I'm not used to that. Like, I'm used to being the person that knows the people. Mm-hmm. So it's weird when people know me and I don't know them. Mm-hmm. Um but at the same time, it's fun. I mean, there's there's certain instances like, um, you know, there's a, a freshman that came up to me and said they really liked my Sloppy Joe performance, mm-hmm. or we were doing the Trunk or Treat mm-hmm. uh, this week, and actually a little girl, I mean, just like in the community of Wichita, like came up to me with her dad and said they really liked our Mead show, oh, and she recognized me. That's awesome. So, I mean, little things like that, like that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as like a, a presence on campus, I mean, I, I don't actively, I guess I'm not actively aware of it. Um, just because I'm, I'm kind of just running around doing the things that I do mm-hmm. and I don't really step back to like analyze myself in that role. I mm-hmm. just kind of am, I just kind of am that. <laughs> if yeah. that makes any sense, I don't know. No, no. Cause like you're, you're living and like trying to survive every day. And so you can't like take a step back and analyze, you know, what's going on. And so I'm, I'm honestly kind of curious if like when you graduate, if you're just going to like step back for a second just to kind of figure out where the rest of life goes and it's just going to all hit you at once. I'm really curious if that happens now. So it might. 
Maybe so. I mean, I'm planning on law school, so I don't know if I'll have a second to take a breath or not. Oh, uh, you'd be surprised <laughs> how much actual, like, leftover time that you have in law school. It's just a lot of it should be dealt with studying. So. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I, I have a friend up in law school right now, actually. Oh, okay. Do you remember Diana? Oh, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I, I would call Diana a friend of mine as well. Okay, cool. Yeah. She worked in archives and yeah. uh, wrote a lot of stories for The Vantage. Yeah, yeah, she did. I'm actually working with the, the archives team right now to create like our own website that's dedicated just for Vantage archives, actually, like old Vantage archives. I got an email about that. Oh, so there you I'm, go. I am in the loop. <laughs> I am the head programmer on that one. So, oh, wow. Yeah. So it is in good hands. It's uh, good to know. Oh, well, I thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm touched. So, <laughs> Well, cool. Well, Delaney, this has been awesome. Uh, Seriously, just a fascinating conversation. Um, I, just as a cheesy little bit at the end, um, do you have any advice for people who are coming into college or, or are in college right now and are just kind of confused about where their life is going or freshmen, etc.? Do you have any big advice from everything that you've learned in your life here and what would you like to tell them? Mike's yours. Gotcha. Uh, I would say that my one piece of advice after four I mean almost four years of college is absolutely always be yourself you have to pursue the things that make you happy you have to do the things that make you happy and you have to be the person that makes you happy um and I learned that you know kind of the hard way I came into Newman University my freshman year uh thinking I was going to be an accounting major (laughs) me an accounting major (laughs) (laughs) I know it's a little hilarious to think about um you know, and I wasn't necessarily my whole self here at Newman University, my freshman year at least. Um, but I definitely grew into that, grew into who I was, and I really focused on what makes me happy and what will make me happy in the future. And that is the most important thing you can do in college because to me, college is all about experiences and education. And it doesn't necessarily matter what you're specifically getting educated in, it doesn't matter the degree to some extent. Um, you know, it just matters that you're actually actively present in in your time here and you're using it to better yourself. Um, and like I said, I really think the best way to do that is to, to really pay attention to yourself, who you are and what makes you happy and to pursue those things while you're in college. Because this is the time in our lives when we get to be genuinely selfish. You know, this is the time where you can do that and you, you don't have to feel bad. Um, and so that would be my one, my one little stick of advice. Wow. That's, that's really good. That's really good. I was not expecting that. Awesome. Well, Delaney, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for joining me on my hard carpet in my room. So. <laughs> the Fugate Life. Yeah, the Fugate Life. Um, thank you very much, listeners, for listening. Uh, if you liked what you heard today, go ahead and subscribe on iTunes. We're on there. Uh, if you are an Android user and you love Google Play, I was an Android user once, so I understand that completely. Go ahead and subscribe on Google Play Music. Uh, we're still in the process right now of trying to subscribe to uh, Spotify, so look out for us on there here soon. And uh, I am a poor college students and i'm making this just out of my free time but if you have a couple of bucks and you'd like to send them our way uh just go ahead and check out the links in the description down below uh, there's square cash and there's also the tip service that's provided by my podcast hosting service pinecast uh the service is actually uses stripe so if you know what stripe is it's super secure um it powers like most of the online shopping communities that happen nowadays so really secure good stuff uh, i should know i try to program these things 
Uh, <laughs> um, and uh, stay tuned for next week's episode. I uh, hope to have another guest on and uh, hope you have a great night. Sounds like we're going to have an end to our sleepless night. Hit the hay. So <laughs> thank you very much and have a great night, everyone.